0: What's
1: going on, people? My name is Ryan.
0: And I'm Jordan.
1: And we are the Country Music Critic. Welcome back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a good break?
1: Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And we want to apologize to our fans. We're new at this. And Jordan, he has a, a full blown family. And so do I. And finding the right time to do this just pain with, especially with Jordan battling a sickness.
0: Yeah, yeah. My, my beautiful three-year-old son gave me hand, foot, and mouth disease, which is not supposed to be able to be had by very many adults. It's extremely rare that adults get it. But he has given me hand, foot, and mouth, and so now I have as many sores as a $2 hooker. So it's fantastic. Well, my main question is, does your wife breastfeed? Not my three-year-old, but yeah.
1: Oh, well, I was talking about the brand-new baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know if maybe you guys were drinking from the same watering hole.
0: The baby wasn't the one that had it.
1: Oh, I get what okay. you're saying. But... <laughs> I see, I see. I mean, I've been yeah. to
0: that watering hole, but I've, I've not drank from it.
1: <laughs> right, so now how's little man doing, though? He's good. He's good. Sitting back laughing at you at this point,
0: essentially, yeah, everybody Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. Well, you know, it is it is very rare for adults to get it,
0: yeah, yeah. And they're a
1: hundred percent positive that that's what you have,
0: yeah, yeah. I had all of the symptoms like you have a fever, um, I had a fever of 102 for a couple days, and then, um. I had a loss of appetite. I hardly ate anything because I just wasn't hungry. Um, I had a headache, splitting headache. Uh, I felt extremely uh, lethargic. I was extremely tired and almost lightheaded. But then all that kind of started going away, and then I just got these little blisters all over me, these little bumps, and some of them have now turned into blisters. So now all over my hands I have blisters, and on the bottoms of my feet I have blisters. So oh, if I, I wasn't know. lazy enough, now I don't – it hurts to walk, so I mean – Right,
1: right. Well, you know, it's a thousand wonders that they didn't try to play that off as COVID.
0: Well, they did. I, I got I got tested twice.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: But that was before the blisters came. It was when I had all the other stuff. Right, I got so. you.
1: Well, I have a little bit of an announcement to make that will possibly make your night a little bit better tonight. We're going to be talking about the very lovely, the most awarded country female artist of all time, Carrie Marie Underwood. Nice. Yes. Very, very beautiful Carrie, who was born May 10th, 1983. March 10th. March 10th. Are you sure? Because I have it as May. It could be my dyslexia. It's March. Because...
0: You're I just right. looked it up because...
1: You're right. You're. Right. I was, born, born, in I <laughs> I was <laughs> born in May. I get a five.
0: I was born in May.
1: I'm telling you, man, I've got dyslexia. I could see a number and automatically say another number.
0: But I was no, excited. I thought you were sure. going to come out
1: of the closet finally. No,
0: no. After all that, these comments well, you've been making. That, that was, <laughs> No,
1: no. That's not even... You can fact check that. I okay. Mean, yeah, okay. no. So, uh, a number that I'm not going to get wrong is her net worth of $140 million. That's quite a bit. That is very massive for the amount of time that Carrie's been around. Yeah. So, nine months before she was born, the song that her parents could have likely conceived to was Love Will Turn You Around by Kenny Rogers. But it was also battled that week. By one of the greatest songs of all time by Jerry Reed, she got the gold
0: mine and I got the shaft. So Carrie's mom got the shaft that week. It sounds like (laughs) right. So
1: the number one song, and this date I did get right, is by Culture Culture Club. Do you really want to hurt me? Yep, it's a good song. Do you really want to make me cry? Do you really want to make me cry? So so that was the song that was number one when the world met Carrie Underwood. Well, when she came out of the womb, anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So she was born in, and I'm going to let you pronounce the name of the place
0: that she was born. She was born in, uh, I I had it on tip of my tongue, Muskogee. Muskogee.
1: (laughs) That is correct. She was born in Muskogee to Carol and Steve Underwood. She has uh, two sisters. They were also raised, uh, after she was born there, they moved to the rural town of Chakota, Chakota Oklahoma. <laughs> and that town has a population of 3,142 people. Not too bad of a size town, right? Yeah, it's pretty tiny, but yeah. yeah. Some notable people that are from that area is Mr. Mel McDaniels. Have you heard of him?
0: I feel like I've heard that name, but I don't oh, know right off. Yeah.
1: He had some massive, uh massive songs. Uh,
0: and then, of course, Merle
1: Haggard's parents are from that area. Oh, wow. Tracy or I'm probably going to say the last name wrong, Tracy Scroggins, the NFL linebacker, he's from that area hmm. as well. Hmm. When Carrie was young, she used to sneak out of the house to feed animals. Cows are her favorite animal of all time. Cows.
0: Well. Yeah. That's it's kind of strange, but I mean, whatever.
1: Yeah. So her father worked in a paper mill, and her mother taught, elementary school. During childhood, uh, she would perform various talent shows. She sang at church, first thing, another. Then they have this old Settlers Day at the uh, the Lions Club that she would always perform at. So, um, that was her biggest thing. Catherine actually got to meet Carrie in 1996. So they actually seen her then, but it didn't work out, so Carrie, she honestly uh made a statement that she thinks that it's better that it didn't happen then, but it may have not turned out the way that it did, so
0: she may be right,
1: yeah, then at the age of sixteen, a, do what know i
0: was gonna I was gonna say just to stop you for a second, you have said her uh, father worked at a paper mill Yes, have you ever driven by a paper mill? I have no idea, but, you know,
1: there's been two artists so far that parents had something to do with the paper mill.
0: A paper mill, if you drive by that, that is the worst smelling place you'll ever go by. Really? It is disgusting. Worse than a cheese factory? A lot worse than a cheese factory. Wow. Worse than a dog food plant. It, it, it's it's absolutely, yeah, it'll make you gag. It smells terrible, I don't know why, but it smells awful. maybe he worked in the office or something. I don't know, probably, but
1: I'll ask her next time I see her. Mhm <laughs> yeah. yeah so so when she was sixteen, she actually had uh had a boyfriend that her dad pulled a gun on. It was kind of a joke, but he was getting the point across, yeah you know? mm-hmm. point taken. Right. So in high school she was a cheerleader. She played baseball. She played basketball. Uh she uh graduated from high school in two thousand one. That's when uh she decided that she was not gonna um pursue singing after graduation. She was just going to go to school. She had meet a she met a point in her life to where she just didn't seem to see that it being practical. Which is kind of crazy that was around 2001 2002 so Mm -hmm. between that time she kind of hung out in college and become everything that you know a pretty hot smart talented female like her could be in college so around 2005 Carrie auditions in St. Louis Missouri she's 22 at the time and she auditions with the song I Can't Make You Love Me that audition on YouTube currently has 9 million views. Have you seen it? No.
0: uh
1: uh-uh. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. You just cannot forget the pink shirt, the curly blonde hair. I mean, she was phenomenal looking.
0: Huh. How did she sing, though? That's the question.
1: She was unreal. I mean, yeah. hitting every note that you could think. Cal actually claimed that she would be the winner so hmm. yeah you haven't watched it
0: I don't think so no yeah I haven't watched that
1: well it's worth saying uh, on the show she says that uh, Martina McBride is one of her favorite singers and if you watch the show she actually performed a lot of Martina's songs. Uh, on the podcast, or not the podcast, but on the show American Idol. Of course, uh, American Idol is voted by the people. So May 25th of 2005, she wins season four. Do you know what the winner of American Idol gets?
0: I mean, it used to be a million dollars in a record deal.
1: Yes, she got a million dollar recording contract, the use of a private jet for a year, and a ford mustang she had never flown until she flown for american idol hmm. how cool is that
0: i bet her dad didn't work in the office then
1: yeah yeah i'd say he worked out on the floor right yeah yeah so uh june 14 2005 this is less than a month after winning She releases her very first song, which is Inside Your Heaven. That went number one. Uh, It was the only single by a solo artist in that time, between year 2000 and 2009, to reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100 that quick. In Canada, it was number one for seven weeks. It became the longest-running single of 2005 selling one million copies. It went gold and double platinum. Have you heard that song, Inside Your Heaven? I have. I have heard that.
0: You know, I hadn't heard it
1: until I Googled it. But something that I'm going to go ahead and say and clear the air with, (laughs) Carrie could sing the alphabet, and I would probably propose. I mean, she just has that type of voice that, it is a true gift from heaven, is what it is. Yeah,
0: she's extremely talented, a beautiful voice.
1: Yes, I mean, she's just something else. And it makes you wonder why she didn't get married sooner. Well,
0: she's waiting for the right guy.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a fan of him.
0: It's just because he's married to her. Yeah.
1: That's the main reason. <laughs> so November 2005 comes out with the album, her very first album, Some Hearts. Sells 315,000 copies the first week. Went number one, obviously. 2006, the album was uh, awarded as the best-selling in all of music. Also in 2006 and seven for country music. It, I mean, it was the hottest thing that you could get your hands on. It was also the best selling female country album from 2005, 2006, 2007. It also became eight times platinum. Now, how do you think, I mean, look at how much power she got with this first album. Okay, when you come to a record label, you got a lot to prove. But she had American Idol with millions of people who voted her to win. Then she releases one song off the album that pays for the entire production probably 20 times over. That helps. Speaking of production, I believe we have a question that we need to answer about last week. Mm-hmm. Would you like to answer it, or would you like for me to?
0: Oh, I want you to, because you got all the numbers, I think.
1: Well, here it is. A basic producer, somebody that doesn't really have a lot of pull cool under their belt, gets from like one5 to 2% of the revenue, like you said. I thought that it was kind of like a contractor's job, like they pay you to do
0: something. But, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going gonna, gonna to go on the record and just say, if you'll notice, I'm pretty smart. Um, mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. just going to throw that out there, just so you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, so your more established producers, they're coming in no higher than 4%. But you can't tell me that there's not a dude somewhere who gets, I mean, I had a song on CMT. And I paid the guy to record me and give me the song Slam Bam." That was the end of it. But it wasn't a record deal. So I guess with a record deal, it's a lot different.
0: Yeah.
1: So whatever. So the top selling uh, song that year was, of course, Inside Your Heaven. It was such a massive song. Then here comes... The one that she's most uh, known for, Jesus Take the Wheel, Uh selling 2.4 million copies. The song obviously went number one. 2005, she made her debut at the CMAs by singing that song. 2007, she sung it at the ACMs. Now, Jordan, are you familiar with the ACMs versus the CMAs?
0: Yeah, I am. Okay, so the what's country the country music difference? awards and the American country music awards?
1: The American country music the Academy of Country Music, I believe it is. On the oh. ACM, CMA is the country music awards.
0: I think it's just an excuse to having another award show.
1: I believe so, but you know, there's a lot of different voters like CMA, a lot of your voters are in Nashville, the ACMs are. You know, they're a little bit of the big wigs, And as you see throughout the story, one or the other partakes more of Carrie than the other, which is ridiculous because I'm going to go ahead and go on record and say she's one of the greatest of all time in country music, not just because she can sing her heart out. She's a good person and she's beautiful and you don't see anything bad about her. And I mean... She's country. 2006, she wins the Breakthrough Video of the Year and the Female Video of the Year for the CMT Awards. Then she releases a song, Don't Forget to Remember Me. Do you remember that song? Yes. Yeah. So that song, it it did well, just like every other song that we're going to be talking about. But the coolest one after that was Before He Cheats. Now, I'm sure you've heard that song.
0: I think that's her biggest song probably ever.
1: Yeah, it is. And here's the the cool thing about it. When the people who wrote the song wrote it, they had
0: Gretchen
1: Wilson in mind. That's who they wanted to sing before he cheats.
0: I I can't imagine anybody else singing it besides Carrie now.
1: Yeah, I I can see Gretchen with that uh, raspy voice, you know? Yeah. So that's pretty cool that a little bit of history behind that. I don't think Gretchen would have made it such a massive hit, even though that was the time that Redneck Woman come out, you know? Yeah. So the song goes five times platinum, selling 4.1 million plus. Uh, it is still known as the fourth best country digital song of all time. Between 2006 and 2007, she won every single thing that she was nominated for. 2006, she went to Iraq for the USO Christmas tour. 2007, Forbes said that she had earned $7 million between 06 and 07, which, uh, you know, I can see why.
0: Yeah. It's a pretty good year.
1: Yes, it is. So, Victoria's Secrets names her the sexiest female musician. I have to agree with them.
0: Yeah. She's definitely attractive. That's part of her, you know, shine. Right. But, you know, her voice is good enough
1: that even if she wasn't attractive,
0: yeah.
1: if you didn't hear her, you would think. That like Carrie Underwood's voice. I'm gonna go ahead and, and say this: Carrie Underwood's voice is the closest thing to hearing an angel on earth.
0: Well, I'm gonna say this about yeah, you know, music in general, like the yeah, you know, music industry. You don't see any you know women yeah you know, vocalists out there who look like you know, an Aardvark. Like you don't have a somebody who looks like. Yeah, you know, meatloaf as a woman who's, you know, famous. It's kind of a, a standard that I'm not going to say Hollywood per se, because this is Nashville, but uh, it's hard to market a female artist that is not attractive. And, but it's a lot easier to market a male artist that's, you know, unattractive. And it's kind of sad because I wonder how many musicians are out there that are female, yeah, that yeah don't have the beauty that Carrie Underwood has. You know, was a great singer, just yeah, I never got a shot. It makes you kind of wonder about that. Although Carrie Underwood, I'm not saying she's not talented because she's immensely talented. Right, she has a beautiful voice, but it yeah kind of makes you wonder, you know what. Is that or you know who rather is out there that didn't get a shot? And I mean, country music especially, there's a lot more guys than there are women. There's a lot more guys that are established as big musicians than there are women. You get a handful of women, and then you get a boatload of guys. Right, And And
1: and and it's like the women that are current have to have the Carrie Underwood following, the Carrie Underwood vocal range and the Carrie Underwood look. Yep, exactly. You gotta have those three things because, you know, you can take a guy and you know, buff him up and if he can half ass sing a song, he's gonna get a little bit of attention. But now with a girl, I think it is much harder for females to get into this industry versus a male very you know
0: a lot harder
1: and you know there's only a few artists well i can only think of one who liked to party hard in her day and that was tanya tucker Mm -hmm. and we're gonna do an episode on her they say she was wilder than any man could have been (laughs)
0: But she got young
1: early. And, of course, that was before, you know, cell phones and social media. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's a different animal now.
1: Yeah, and like with Carrie Underwood, you got to give her a little bit of uh, added respect because she got famous at the time uh, social media was trying to take off. But each night on American Idol, I mean, she was working her ass off just like if she was playing a honky-tonk. Because you got the whole world watching you. And if you screw up, they're not going to call and vote, you know? It's true. So, I mean, I, I really think she earned it a lot more pridefully by actually putting in the time versus some of these artists that are out here today that, you know, shot something with their cell phone and it went viral and, you right. know, Carrie's part of that group that actually hit the road. She was a road dog, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time you had to.
1: For American Idol, she earned a college credit for um, media. Like, she got an actual degree uh, just for being on that show because she worked with uh, reporting and stuff like that. So She, she had got a degree
0: out. or yeah. a credit?
1: Well, she got a credit that turned into her degree of uh, media. It's some kind of media
0: degree. Okay. So she was working on the degree already and she got a class credit. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because Carrie said, had she not become famous, she would have been in her hometown, probably the six o'clock anchor are the hottest soccer mom that you've ever seen. And I just, that would have been such a shame to see such a voice because I'm telling you, man, she's not just like, that's a good song. She's hitting notes that like Whitney Houston hit. You know what I mean? I mean. She's she's got range. Right. And, And it's a ridiculous amount. I mean, it's true talent. That's for sure. So, uh, let's see, 2007 to 2008, let me tell you who the dumbass is who broke up with her with by a text message. Huh. Chase Crawford. Guess what show he was on? I don't know. Gossip Girls. Doesn't that make sense? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 2007, she was seen walking the red carpet with the NFL superstar Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Carrie's also a fan of The Walking Dead?
0: I did not know that. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's into like gory movies like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. She was actually on The Talking Dead, which is a show that comes on after The Walking Dead. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. They also say she's very picky about her bedroom. Like, you got to make up the bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before you do anything, you gotta make up the bed. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I would make up her bed any time that she needed me to.
0: <laughs> so well, the next time she stays with you after she comes see you in the drag show, yeah. you can make it up for her.
1: <laughs> there is no drag show on this end, buddy. <laughs> so her refrigerator is labeled like all of the food and Carrie Underwood's refrigerator is labeled. And she doesn't hire somebody to do that. She actually does that herself. You want to hear something else that is very awkward about Carrie Underwood? Uh-huh. She claims that she has a third nipple, which is basically a mole. Huh. I must say, I mean, I haven't seen it and. I tried to Google it and I I didn't see anything but
0: there's no telling what oh. you pulled up and you googled
1: Carrie yeah, Underwood's yeah, third nipple. I mean, but I, but I did not see a photo that showed Carrie Underwood had a third nipple.
0: Well I didn't figure you would.
1: So back to two thousand seven to two thousand nine and she releases her second album, which is Carnival Ride. Do you by chance own any Carrie Underwood music? I do not. Yeah, I own the first album, which was that was back before you know, you could really download stuff on your phone. Uh So for this second album, Carrie Underwood sets up a retreat with all the songwriters, and they go to the Ryman Auditorium and kind of write this album, which was really cool because the second album sold 527,000 copies in the first week. Mm. That album had So Small, American Girl, Uh, Last Name, all those songs went to number one, of course. Uh, She was the first time a female has done this since Shania Twain in 1998 to have her first three singles go number one. Then the song Just a Dream, it went number one. Then her fifth single was uh, Randy Travis's cover of I Told You So. Now, if we connect those two, kind of how we did with Tennessee River, I'm sure you've heard both versions. Mm-hmm.
0: Who done it better? It's hard to go against the original. It really I like Randy is Randy Travis's voice.
1: I mean, it really is hard to go against the original. You know, because you have you have uh, Carrie Underwood who can hit any vocal range at all. And then you got Randy Travis, who's one of a kind. So what do you do?
0: I mean, her version is good, but Randy Travis is, I'm a big fan of Randy Travis. It's hard to beat his deep, uh, just rich voice. I mean, you can't beat it. His voice is amazing. Hers is too, but it's just not the same on that song. Right. Right.
1: Well, that year she joins Keith Urban and they combine their tour names because at this time, Carrie, they were trying to test the waters. Can Carrie be a headliner all on her own or does she need a little bit of time to grow? So they combined their two album names, which was Love, Pain and the Whole Crazy Thing and the Whole Carnival Ride Tour. That's a big ass name for a tour. Yeah. I'm sure they abbreviated a lot of it. Uh-huh. So, 2008, she breaks out. She does her own headline tour. She plays to over 1.2 million people in 2008, which is pretty impressive.
0: It's a lot of people.
1: 2008 was very big for her because Mr. Randy Travis invites her to become a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Have you, have you ever seen a show at the Grand Ole Opry?
0: No, no, I've been to the Ryman, but.
1: Yeah. Well, the Ryman, in my opinion, that's the closest you'll ever come to country music is the Ryman. I mean, it's the mother church of country music. It's where it all
0: started. It's a great place to see a show, too.
1: Well, Randy, so he comes out on stage. He surprises her. He asks her if she wants to be a member. Okay, in May of that year, she was officially uh, become the member and she uh, Garth Brooks he led that invitation. Hmm. Mr. GB, yeah. which I got a lot of things I could say about Garth Brooks.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm debating on if I should or shouldn't.
0: well I mean. Just hate me hard, let it out.
1: What it's not really hate, but it's the point of I'm gonna wait. 2007 to 2008, she made nine million dollars. This is kind of a trend with her of making anywhere from five to nine million dollars a year. Yeah, I guess that kind of helps. Uh, Forbes, uh, that year put her at 79 out of 100 of uh. What she does, you know. So, 2008, Elvis's wife asked her to do a duet video with Elvis. It's some kind of video effect. Have you seen it? Like where they take somebody who's died and put them right beside her, you singing a song. I'm sure you've seen that
0: effect, right? Uh, yes, yes. I it's have. got
1: a name and it starts with H. It's like a, uh, it's not like a holograph. A Hologram, maybe it's where they, you know, they take the person and put them right beside the other person, and it looks like they're really standing there. Yeah, they did
0: a Tupac, the Tupac hologram.
1: Yeah, I don't think Tupac's dead. I just want to go for the record and say that. I think
0: he is, but everybody's got an opinion.
1: You think Elvis is dead? Yes. Honestly, though,
0: yeah, but he could have pulled it off. Well, I mean, if even if he did, he's an old man now, so
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, anyways, um, Elvis's wife asked Carrie, Will you sing I'll Be Home for Christmas with Elvis? And I mean, how can you say no, you know what I mean? To <laughs> yeah. Elvis's wife, how can you? No, nah, I ain't got time, you know. So, 2009 to 2012, this is where we're at with Carrie. She releases her third album, which is uh, Play On. It had a uh, Cowboy Casanova, which was one of the biggest singles to ever uh, start at number 96 and go to 11 uh, that quick within a week. So... Then she has Temporary Home, which was massive, and then Undo It, and then Mama's Song. She had Mama's Song. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. 2009, she co-hosts the CMA Awards for the second time with Mr. Brad Paisley. Uh, She then wins the ACM Entertainer of the Year, 2009. But here is the kicker that I just don't understand, is the CMA has never given her that award. And, I mean, she deserves it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, she does. Yeah. Then
1: 2020, the ACM thinks that it would be some good idea to give it to her and Thomas Red. Of course, they say that it was a tie vote. It may have been a tie vote, but it's never happened ever in history. But, oh well. The ACM also gives Carrie Female of the Year for 2007, 2008, and 2009. This also makes her a triple crown winner of that award. The only person that's ever done that was Barbara Mandrell. 2012, she plays uh, the Super Bowl with Steven Tyler. They also do a version of the CMT Crossroads and that episode was the highest viewed episode of the entire series of the cmt crossroads- hmm. mm-hmm. so let's take a little let's take a little trip here for a minute and pause on our music and let's talk about her married life. Would you like for me to drum up who he is or do you want to go ahead and tell people who he is?
0: Well, I'll fill everybody in on her husband, uh, Mr. Mike Fisher. Boo. You're only jealous of him. So mm-hmm. don't boo him. Very. I think he's a, you know, from what I've read, he's a you know, pretty good dude. And since I'm a sports fan and you're not, I covered his career. Um, he's from Ontario, Canada, actually. He, that's where he's born and raised. Um, in uh, two, uh, 1998, he was drafted in the second round, the 44th overall pick by the Ottawa Senators. Um, he played for them for like 11, uh, 13 uh, years maybe. Um, he was traded to Nashville in uh, February of 2011, and he became a fan favorite. And the team captain, and he was famously the captain of the team when they made their Stanley Cup uh, finals run just a a few years ago. Um, He actually retired in uh, 2017, and then they convinced him to come back for the playoff run the next year. Um, So he came back, and he played with the team until they got knocked out of the playoffs in the second round so he retired uh, for good at the end of the 2018 season and he's his you know, net worth is somewhere around 40 million um, he essentially was making right around you know three to four you know, million a year on average I think he had a couple of years he was making around you know, five or six just yeah, contract perks, but uh, yeah, that so, is Mr. Mike Fisher. So
1: she's got him beat by a hundred million. Yeah. Wow. Talk about who wears the breeches around that house. Yep. So here's the info that I have. So Underwood that uh, met Mike Fisher. They met uh, at one of her concerts in late 2008. They become engaged in late two thousand nine. So they were dating about a year. And I'm I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say I would not have to date Carrie Underwood for a year to decide if I want to marry her.
0: Did you ever think that you know she had to wait a year to make sure that she wanted to marry him?
1: Yeah, well, whatever.
0: He was probably ready to you know sign still deliver it on the day that yeah. they met. But,
1: yeah, and I mean, she's very, very religious, you know, so she played it by the book, I mean. And he is I, as well,
0: actually, I didn't mention that. But really? He is, he, you know, you know, grew up as a Christian in Canada. That's awesome. And he's a devout Christian. That is
1: awesome. Okay, well, I mean, he he's gaining some points now, I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: Anyways, they become engaged in December 2009, Okay. According to the Canada Press, which it seems like that Canada kind of follows them a little bit, because you said he is he from there?
0: Yes, he's from Canada.
1: Okay, well that makes sense. Um, so let's see, where was I at? In t- December twenty two thousand nine, she's posting pictures of her engagement ring, which it's a yellow diamond. Valued at $150,000. Now, I mean, I know you're a high roller, Jordan. I mean, is that normally, is that what you spent? No. You didn't spend $150,000 on your wedding ring?
0: No, did not.
1: I guess they're in a different tax bracket than us, right?
0: I'll guarantee they're in a different tax bracket. They're in a different (laughs) like what they make in a day, I know we make in a year combined.
1: So July tenth, two thousand ten,
0: they get married. They
1: make it official. So they've actually been married, according to this, uh, eleven years. Yeah, right. That's a good run. Yeah, it is not bad. You know. Uh, Guess how many people were at their wedding. I have no idea. 250 people.
0: Yeah, so that's a nice, modest wedding.
1: It is. You know, they didn't have to pay for a lot of people to eat. But I'm sure they spent the money. You know what I mean? I mean, why oh, wouldn't yeah. you? You know, if you could, why not? You know? Yeah. Was uh, How many people was at your wedding?
0: 200. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: We had a wedding... Um, the preacher who used to babysit me married me and my wife in 2009. And we got married outside of a barn with our close friends and family. Mm-hmm. There, there, there wasn't no 200 people or 250 people. So, but it was still, you know, it was still good. Oh, yeah. So the couples, uh, they had their first son in 2015. 2019, they had their second son. Uh, in between the birth, Carrie had actually three miscarriages.
0: Wow. That's that, hard to put there.
1: That kind, of, uh, that kind of inspired the song Cry Pretty, which if you watch her perform that song, she hits so many notes on that that it's just, it's unreal, you know? Yeah. So that's a little bit of history on them. So back to uh, her music. She releases Blown Away. It sells 267000 its first week. It has the single Good Girls on it. Of course, that song went number one. Then she releases the title uh, single, which was a massive uh, success in its own. That single song sold 2 million copies making it uh, triple platinum. Have you heard that song? Yes. There's not a lot of Carrie Underwood songs that people haven't heard.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm.
1: So that album, it was the seventh best-selling album of 2012. The second best-selling of the year. The second best-selling released by a female. Now, if you notice... If if they get an award like that, they always say by a female. You don't really see a lot of history of Jason Aldean. He had the number one album, second male artist. You know right. what I mean? It, yeah. It's kind of basing back to what you said. It's like mm-hmm. they women have to fit the mold because men, you know. Yeah, that's why
0: that
1: they gotta sucks. use that extra line.
0: It sucks. It's like that, but I mean, let's be real. That's what that's what show business does. Yep. Let's so that uh, same
1: year, VH1 presents Carrie Underwood Unplugged, which is awesome. You need to check it out. They come out with a uh, full blown uh, hour episode of it. She performs Coldplay song "Fix You." I've never heard that song, though. Oh, it's a great song. Really?
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: have you heard her sing it? No. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. So then she releases the third single from that album, which is Two Black Cadillacs. Now, I remember that video. Hey, did you see the video?
0: Yes. Not I like that song a lot.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It's... It's about two women loving the same man who dies, right?
0: Yes. Uh Uh-huh.
1: That's pretty impressive, and it also falls under the great country song narratives. You know? Yeah. Did you know that song only peaked at number two? I didn't know that. Yep. Then she releases See You Again. It peaked at number two. So, she's been teeter-tottering. On that number one spot forever. 2012, she wins Video of the Year for Good Girls. And she also did a video with uh, Brad Paisley and released a song called Remind Me. She got a lot of, uh, you remember people on uh, social media talking like she was walking like she had scissor legs because her legs stood out so much in that video?
0: (laughs) No, I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, well, there was. There was a lot of heat on that. But February 2013, she wins her sixth Grammy for Best Country Solo Performance for Blown Away.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. 2012, the first leg of the Blown Away Tour started in London which sold out in 90 minutes. That's pretty impressive in itself.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) So the first
1: leg of it grossed $29 million, bringing her career revenues to $95 million. And that's in 2012. I mean, (laughs) I'd say she's invested her money pretty well. She seems like that type, wouldn't
0: you think? Oh, yeah, I would imagine she's, uh, she's spent her money wisely, and she's got her entire future all planned out already.
1: Right. That tour was so phenomenal that uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame set up an exhibit that you could see like uh, all the artifacts and stuff like that from the tour. Did you know I found a tour... a a tour contract that she has. And Carrie Underwood is vegan.
0: Did you know Mm -hmm. that? Well, did not. Yeah. A lot of those artists are, but...
1: I don't think I could impress her with my steak
0: skills. No, she don't want no meat you got. I know, unfortunately. (laughs) So, uh,
1: water is a must for Carrie. It says in her contract here... Underwood asks for bottled water. Not just any water will be. She requests 12 bottles of smart water. Mm. So smart, smart water is, uh, is a big deal. Under no circumstance should any other water slash fruit water products be placed on the stage. <laughs> so she's really particular when it comes to that. Sounds like it. Yep. So, also, uh, Carrie Underwood drinks more than just water. Uh, She asks for tea, coffee, and occasionally a soda, but it's a Diet Coke. That's her favorite. Yeah. So, you wouldn't have to worry about her uh, drinking all your Pepsis or Cokes in the refrigerator.
0: I guess not.
1: She also asks for extra furniture backstage. Two tables, four chairs, and a sofa. And an easy chair. Looking good is a must. So it's you know, she's got to have a large mirror in the room as well. She's got a lot of needs. Sugar-free extra chewing gum and a box of peppermints. And don't forget the Altoids. So Here's the cool part. How much do you think that it would cost for Carrie Underwood to come play your backyard barbecue?
0: Mm, I'm going to go on a limb and say that it would be 500000
1: You were right on the money.
0: Really? I mean,
1: these are the last two facts. You know, you got the producer right. Now you got this right. So
0: <laughs> yeah, You're kind of fooling
1: us, man, with this smart man stuff.
0: Yeah. And I just guessed.
1: Carrie Underwood is by far the most successful American Idol winner. 2018, her net worth was 85 million. That was in
0: 2018. Mm, what about Kelly Clarkson?
1: Eh, she, I didn't look her up,
0: but did she win? Though I don't know if Kelly won.
1: I was thinking Kelly was maybe a. Second placer, but she, she may yeah. have won it.
0: I don't know. She's, I mean, she's up there. She's. You got she's probably made it? more money than Carrie Underwood. I would imagine. You got a way to, a way to Google it? Uh, maybe. Right. Uh, hmm, hmm. <clears throat> so, how many more facts do you have? I have about four pages. Four pages oh, not left. It. Yeah. All right. You keep going. I'll look it up.
1: Okay. So, uh, Blown Away was turned into a live DVD, 100 minutes of behind the scene footage. She played for 3.2 million fans combined on that tour. 2013, she was the 16th money maker, uh, according to Forbes, which was uh, $12 million. Most of her earnings uh, that year was from American Idol, 2013, according to Forbes, anyway. The Celebrity 100 list, uh, she was rated at $31 million between 2012 and 2013. Then she released a single with Miranda Lambert, Something Bad's About to Happen, which they nailed that pretty well together, I thought. Then she releases her greatest hits album, Decade Number One. She releases the song uh, Something in the Water, which was a very high crossover song. She holds the record as the female country artist with the most number one hits on hot country charts. And then the song set and broke multiple records on radio its first week. Then she released Little Toy Guns. It was the second single. That song in itself did outstanding, as Carrie always does. Then she releases Heartbeat, then Dirty Laundry. Then she goes on her storytelling tour, which was her fifth headlining tour, playing to a million fans, 92 shows across seven countries, being named by Billboard the Top Country Tour for half the year, she earned only $26 million. 2016, she was named the Female Vocalist of the Year by the American Country Countdown Award Show. She, picked up her, she also picked up her fifth Teen Choice Award. 2016, she was honored as one of the CMT Artists of the Year making it the third time that she has won that nomination. First nomination for Entertainer of the Year with the ACMs was also that year, where we talked about a female vocalist of that year. She won four times in a row. You got her answer yet?
0: I do. Uh, Kelly Clarkson did win. Um,
1: what year was that? Or what episode? 'Cause Kerry won the fourth at our fourth season. Um
0: well crap. I had it. Um pretty sure it was um uh, let's see two thousand two, two thousand three. Don't gotcha. know what season it was. Don't know.
1: Gotcha. Well, back to Carrie. So she, uh, she has a book. Also, I don't know if you've had a chance to check out her book. She's got a book. Uh, she won two nominations for the 55th ACM. Of course, uh, Entertainer of the Year and Female uh, Vocalist of the Year, which that's no surprise, you know. The thing is about Carrie Underwood, we have uh, about a phone book stack of awards and honors that she's won, but it would be like reading a phone book. Nobody wants you to read a phone book, so if you've heard a Carrie Underwood song, there's likely if it wasn't number one, it was number two. Don't you think it's safe to say?
0: Yeah, yeah. She's won everything except for that elusive one.
1: Yeah. So, influences, okay. Queen, The Rolling Stones, My Chemical Romance. Of course, George Strait, Dolly Parton, Randy Travis, Martina McBride, Reba, and Garth, she has publicly said. Although she's never publicly mentioned Faith Hill and Shania Twain. Those are the styles that she kind of clings to, according to CMT. So... And of course her uh christian uh awards they're pretty high too yeah. she has uh, a lot of songs that's been backed by churches or uh movies of sorts which uh her acting two thousand and ten she was on how I met your mother
0: yes, she was I remember that
1: yeah I and watched a few that months show. later she was on Sesame Street
0: did you know that? Uh, I I think I do remember her being on Sesame Street. Yeah. Well, she,
1: 2011, she had Soul Searcher. Soul, Soul Surfer. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. that movie. You remember that movie, don't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of her her biggest things. And like I said, with Carrie Underwood, you can go for days of stuff she's done. But I'm going to go ahead and say that that's all the information that we basically have time to share to where it's not so boring.
0: Right. There's a lot of stuff going on with her. Like, she's done so much. It's just a never-ending, just, yeah, it, that's it a never-ending story.
1: So I got two things about her. The number one thing right now, you need to call your radio station because she has a single with our previous episode, Mr. Jason Aldean, they have a song out together right now. Have you heard it? No. If I Didn't Love You. That's the name of that song that they sung together. And a lot of people have been giving him slack on uh, on Facebook because Carrie Underwood kind of looks like his current wife. Huh. So they're saying that that may be Jason Aldean's type, but hey, it's my type too.
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: Carrie recently, as soon as last week, she took a little crap on social media. People actually thought that they could cancel Carrie Underwood just because she liked a post where a parent spoke out about children wearing masks, which was ridiculous. People tried to come at her on social media and try to cancel her. And Craig Morgan, a country artist, he makes this comment. Wow, I'm late to seeing this. Just so I'm clear, Carrie liked a tweet, and some folks didn't like it. that She liked it. Welcome to America, where everyone is entitled their own opinion. Whether you like it or not, Carrie is one of the kindest people I know in our business. With a heart for everyone, that's how it should be. Amen. Yeah, I
0: agree.
1: You can't cancel somebody just because they like something or because they have an opinion. Now, with the Morgan Wallen situation, I see it. But not with this. I mean, come on, people. It's Carrie Underwood.
0: Yeah, it's different. So. This is where we all just, everybody needs to understand the fact that, you know, we all don't have to agree on stuff and just let it go. Just, Just let it go. Exactly. Yeah, you know, makes you feel happy and safe, and go from there. Let everybody else, yeah, you know, do what they want to do.
1: Stay in your own zone and just yeah. uh, listen to some Carrie Underwood. It's the closest thing to hearing heaven on earth.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm ready to raid if you are. We got to do our songs. Yeah.
0: You we, always, you always skip over that. I don't she's think got you like so
1: many it. songs, man. Like, and? I. Here's my thing. I would make love to any song
0: in the world. Mm. So Before he cheats, you want to make love to that song.
1: <laughs> I The mean, dumbest
0: thing you've ever said. The two now, black if Cadillacs. You're,
1: if, you, if you're at a bar and you're drinking, and, I mean, you know, the radio comes on or, you know, I mean, I, I guess. You know, no, what's your fight song? My fight song would be Something Bad's About to Happen. Okay.
0: Mine is before he cheats. Okay. Okay. What's your make love song?
1: Wow. Um
0: gotta be one, it can't be fifty.
1: I know, like the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably remind me.
0: Okay. Did you forget? No, (laughs) that's
1: the song.
0: I'm joking. Uh, Mine is uh, Jesus Take the Wheel. (laughs) No. No, it isn't. It really is. That's the song I put down. No, Um, I
1: mean, okay, to make love (laughs) to Jesus Take the Wheel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, What is your song you listen to (laughs) on repeat?
1: Is the girl
0: being kidnapped? (laughs) I ain't heard that song.
1: I'm just saying, like, this oh, oh. being kidnapped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Jesus, take the me. I mean, maybe I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Right. Okay. All right. So what's the next one?
0: The song you listen to on repeat.
1: Oh, wow. Probably Cry Pretty just because of the vocal range on it. I mean, I could hear her destroy that song a million times and be okay with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Mine is the same one as my fight song. Really? Before he cheats. Because I'm not going to lie to you, something about that song and and the way she gets into it, like. Yeah. Yeah. I just sing along with her. Yeah. To the side is pretty little souped up. Get me fired up. It's about bedtime. I can't right. be doing that. It I is. do like Two Black Cadillacs." It's one of the it's one of the songs I really do like. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's my songs. So I'm good. For, I'm the, good to The, rate it the only
1: thing that she hasn't done is when the CMA Entertainer of the Year, which is bullshit.
0: I'll Bulls be honest with you. I, I don't care about any of that.
1: <laughs> I know. You know, a Jeez. lot of, it don't mean shit. Really? No. Nowadays, it doesn't. It used to. But not since Dan and Shay and Florida Jordan Line come into the mix. Yeah. But, and she also isn't a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. But I, I know without a doubt that's coming. She's oh, yeah, she will be. For it,
0: it. You know? Yeah, she will be.
1: So, you want to go first or you want me to? Uh,
0: I mean, it doesn't matter. You can go. I'm going to give her five plus. I knew you would. So. Five
1: plus. I mean, yeah. how can you not? I'm not, but. Go ahead. Okay. Explain (laughs) to me why she does not deserve five stars.
0: Well, my reasoning for it is she gets four stars. Um, She came from a small town like me. That's one star. Um, She's obviously a hard worker. She's a sports fan. That's her two stars beautiful voice amazing amazing talent that's a third star um she's extremely attractive that's a fourth star the issue i have the only issue i have with carrie underwood is it's like you know chris uh, stapleton he is an amazing singer but i don't like a lot of his songs I don't I don't think the songs are that great. She's got maybe five songs that I like, and the rest of them, they run together to me, just because, yeah, she shows her voice off in almost every single one of them, and she is very talented. I just don't get anything out of those songs. So maybe that's a me problem and not a Carrie Underwood problem, but... Yeah, I give her four. I'll give her four and a quarter.
1: Yeah, I mean, she can sing the alphabet or the phone book, and it's number one. Wow, yeah. she's the closest—the no. closest thing to an angel to me. I mean, besides Kelly Pickler. Now, Kelly Pickler, oh, I, I would sell a leg or a limb. I actually met Kelly Pickler, but Carrie Underwood, I've never seen in concert. Have you? no yeah i haven't either so that's where uh so is she four or is she four and a quarter
0: she's four and a quarter
1: four and a quarter that is awesome that's better better but better Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so anyways folks we hope that you have enjoyed this session they're gonna get better uh also go check out our facebook shoot us request of who you want to hear about yeah and that's all i got everybody that's all I got. I
0: appreciate y'all uh, checking back in with us again. And uh, everybody stay safe out there. You know, COVID is really bad right now. Um, yeah. So uh your disease. Wow. Well, uh, it's just let's rare do, that let's, I got let's, it.
1: let's take a moment for a silence for that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> hey. All right, buddy. I hope you get to feeling better. Appreciate it. All right. Peace all right. out. Say. you.